I'm Dylan Heidi, and this is the Naked by Nature podcast. Welcome. This is where I talk about anything and everything that will help you live your life to the fullest potential. So without further ado, let's get down to the naked truth. Today, we will be discussing how staying connected to our source is a necessity in reaching our full potential and how doing so helps us to help others. So I'm a born again believer And I would not still be here chatting it up with you guys if not for finding Jesus in our local emergency room. So full disclaimer, this first episode is rooted in my personal Christian Bible findings to bring glory to God for his work in getting me this far. No harm in waiting for the next episode if your heart isn't ready to hear. I'll be sharing a bit more about my backstory and how my mind works in an upcoming episode so that we can just get straight to the naked truth. John 15, verse 1 to 4, the vine and the branches. Jesus says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes, so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Remain in me, as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I spent a lot of my adult life painfully abiding in the in-between. You know, in between homes, in between jobs, in between partners, and stressfully in between paychecks. Never knowing why it was so hard for me to fully commit to even something as simple as a friend group, a style choice, a favorite music genre, or even what kind of pizza I wanted, I knew that something needed to give. So flash forward to finding Jesus and finally being able to put the pieces of my shattered past back together into a beautiful new mosaic. I realized that the life I had been constructing wasn't allowing any space for the light to get in. It was like a house without windows. I now know that I am physically unable to receive my creator's accurate guidance and the careful care that he has for me in my heart if I'm not paying attention to the lessons that he's showing me. Living now and knowing the purpose he has for me, I take time every day to eliminate the bad and welcome in the good. I know that if I am not an active belief and daily hangouts with his son Jesus, that I am slowly losing my light and I will go dark if I don't listen in to what he has to teach me in the moment of each day. And not only for my benefit, but for those around me that he wants to reach through me. If I forget the radical love of Jesus and his life's work and sacrifice, then I'm forgetting that he died and he rose so that he could dwell inside me as my compass intertwined with my spirit so that I could serve as a lighthouse for those lost in the seas of life's ever-changing waves that we all know all too well. I know when I'm ripping away from this vine, so I start to feel impulsive and reactive. My self-care is basically eliminated and I can feel my spiritual tank going empty as I'm not sufficing on the Spirit's power alone in my life. When I'm dying for his genuine acceptance, forgiveness, guidance, gentle words, and loving kindness, I know that I'm starving for the Spirit. I know that I'm also probably not spending much time acknowledging Jesus and the Spirit's presence in my day-to-day life because I will tactilely see my life depleting. First, it'll be my time, then it will be my body, 
then it will be couple time, then friend time, then it will be my needs being met, then it'll be our refrigerator emptied, and then the pantry, and then each one of my family members' joy, next, my zest for life, and then my motivation for basic tasks, and of course, then our bank account, all depleted. Those are just the tactile things that I notice, not to mention the hidden depletion like my energy, mental stamina, patience, temper, focus, my desire to serve. It's like a switch to full-on fear. I know when I am in fear, I've made too much space for the enemy inside my heart. And I know when I am sitting with Jesus, I have no fear. No matter what, when I drive, when I see the deeper intricacies of creation, when I have my morning coffee and a smoke before bed, when I'm going to lose my ever-loving shit and feel his calm hand, when the sky looks like it couldn't have been anything but painted by a master painter. Definitely not Bob Ross. But even when I look at my children and I just want to cry, I seldom cry anymore, but this is the best kind of cry for me. And that's when I know that the spirit is dwelling inside of me. If a branch isn't attached to the vine, it would be on the ground with no source to grow fruit from. Well, that was me before taking time to spend with the one who made me, the one who knows my heart before I know it myself. I lived all of my adult life up until January 6th, 2019, as said branch above. I was on the ground and I had absolutely no source to bear fruit from. It's hard enough to bear fruit to sustain yourself, let alone the last three years of that life, trying to sustain my son as well from my broken bare branch. And even now, as a faithful follower of my source, the Messiah Jesus, I am writing this study at war once again with my mind, trying to unearth and combat a sudden and seemingly tactful attack from the enemy. To explain, we're going to review a journal entry of mine from June 16th. I had an amazing day today. Belated birthday breakfast with a bestie, followed by some dubs and some local shopping. My absolute favorite. Came home to my kiddos and I just knew I needed to take some serious intentional time with my son for the rest of our day. He goes to his dad's on Thursday evening. So we went to the skate park. Bless Levi, who got me a kid's scooter for my birthday. And for the first time, I got to join Foss in the fun. He absolutely loved it, and now, looking back on my prayers from the night before, I was acknowledging my son's love languages and what I was doing to nurture them, which I felt was not enough as usual. Being present in our quality time and gifts of any sort, including attention, is what he needs to register that I actively love him. It's like I'm speaking English instead of French, as he would not understand the latter. I wouldn't have known or even passively thought of any of this if not for taking time to check in with my God, the one that made me, Foss, and us as mother and son together. If I had not have done this and checked in on his plans for us, I would not have received the revelation or the teachings that I have throughout drafting this study. To be in tune with each of his creations, how they each accept love as love, to be intuitive, spiritually guided, compassionate, mindful, and vulnerable in how I express my love to each of them, 
I now know that this is the emulation of how God loves each of us. So it is something that he's revealed to me with good measure. God doesn't compare his creation, so why do we? It would be to him like comparing a stone and a feather, illogical, as both creations, they serve a purpose that sustains life for another of his creations, the fish and the bird. To get back to my battle throughout the past four hours writing with my baby on my hip, clearly from the above text you just read, I had a freaking amazing day until four hours ago. I forgot about Jesus, so I forgot that it was a good day. I couldn't even see that it was a good day. I wound myself up. I was unsettled, restless. I had no focus, no motive. I was just pacing back and forth not really knowing what I was supposed to even be doing in that moment. I felt like the trigger was spending time and that I hadn't spent enough time out of my comfort zone and connecting with my babies. This just ruined my day. When really, this week Foster learned about confidence and bravery in making new friends at a day camp for forest school. We hit the skate park together We had my birthday party with friends he loves. He had time in his Bible and Bible games. We read stories and played. And because I did all of these things, as God guided me, the enemy just had to fight back so God doesn't keep winning my heart and mending it all along the way. A true master of disguise, the devil comes to dance with me often, without my knowing. However, I never fear his temptations anymore. I'm not fearful of his trickery and misleading appearance. In what seems to be so right in life, as the God I serve will never leave me without a lamp at my feet. And even if he does, his lamp shines on in me and through me forever. So as I look back now on this four-hour process of delving into the deeper delusions that the devil tried to dismay me with, and all I can see now is the evidence of my father's goodness and his divine appointments and guidance all over this paper and all over my life. That means that he's all over every other life that I touch. My finishing prayer in this journal entry was, God, I thank you for these divine appointments and opportunities to grow in you. When you made it clear that if I didn't connect with you, just shut off, put the baby in the crib, and tune into you and hash it out. I knew that you were going to light a fire in me, that my depression, anxiety, and autism constantly try to put out, but your flames are what rages on. I thank you for the good works you are doing through me, both known and unknown, as I live to serve you and each of your people with a heart full of passion and love for you, God. I thank you for your son and his powerful name in which I pray. Amen. So I had realized that somewhere along that day, I had lost touch with my source. What had been such a good day was completely blinded from my sights, from my memory, was wiped. I often wonder if the blind men in the Bibles that Jesus has healed, if they're really blind, 
or if they're just completely blind to the goodness that is around them because they've been so overshrouded in the bad. But when we take the time to sit in nature, to hear his whisper on the wind and his beautiful teachings in the river, in the trees, and in everything that we see, that's when we can live to our full potential because we are accessing the blueprints for our lives that were created before, years, years, years before we were ever created. I don't know about you, but my life has been so much better since I've been tuning in and going off of those blueprints. And I've noticed that everybody else's lives around me are better because of it. And one can't help but think that because you're better, the people around you are better. So why are we all not trying to do that? Remember to be the vine and the branch and to be connected to that source that gives us all life. If you have any questions, if you're ever curious, I'm here. There's a huge resource. So in finishing up this podcast episode, we will be talking next time more about my personal backstory, how all of these kind of hodgepodge things relate into my life plan. And also, I wanted to let you guys know that the products that we have available are on sale for flash sale tonight. They are awesome. They've totally pointed my life in a great direction and are a great resource and tool for me in mental health coping and also with breaking some of my social anxiety fears. If this interests you, please feel free to send me a message, dylanarchibald at hotmail.com, and I'll get you linked up with anything and everything that can help you live to your fullest potential. I'm Dylan Heidi, and you've been listening to the Naked by Nature podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, and please feel free to share this with any friends or on any platforms so that it can reach anybody that could use this advice today. Join me next time as you learn a bit more about me and my backstory, and we talk more about the naked truth. Until next time, keep it real. Music